With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. What's up? This your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Wisconsin will decide tomorrow if it will play Purdue as COVID cases continue to rise. Also, the 4 p.m. Eastern NFL trade deadline, that's tomorrow. Pro sports don't have many rivalries anymore when you think about it. Not like the old days, certainly in the NFL. Remember when it was the Packers and the Vikings or Packers and the Bears, Washington versus Dallas, Raiders versus the Chiefs, Raiders versus the Broncos, Raiders versus just about everybody. Most of the rivalries are gone. And with that, the intensity that you have between two teams. Steelers-Ravens, still a rivalry. And it came down to the final play yesterday. Pittsburgh coming out on top. Pittsburgh's now 7-0. and Part of the reason both teams are very good at restocking their lineups. There's no rebuilds. There's reloads there. And I think the current players do a nice job in honoring the legacy of players like Ray Lewis and Ed Reed and Heinz Ward and Troy Palomalu. They go all out every Sunday, but especially when it's the Steelers versus the Ravens on Sunday. They're going to meet one more time. That's on Thanksgiving night. And football fans certainly won't complain if they meet again in the postseason with even more on the line. It was a couple of weeks ago when I came in and I had talked to an NFL source of mine and I said, where do we stand with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore? And he said, believe it or not, there are still football people in his circle who are not sold on Lamar Jackson. 
So this is not reaction of yesterday. This is a reaction from a couple of weeks ago. Because I just wanted to kind of take a survey here of where everybody stood with some of these players. Everybody all in on Kyler Murray. Everybody's all in on Patrick Mahomes. Where do we stand? Is T.J. Watt a franchise defensive player? These were just some of the questions I was asking. I asked about Baker Mayfield as well. And he said Baker Mayfield will decide... He'll make the decision for the Cleveland Browns whether or not they're going to pick up his option or decide to give him a long-term contract. And that'll be this year. And he said, I have my doubts if Baker Mayfield is the future in Cleveland. But that's just my source here. And then I said, what is it about Lamar Jackson that we're missing out on? He was the MVP. Unanimous. He was brilliant. They played well. And he said, it feels like in those big games. You know, when you're going against Kansas City or the Titans or Pittsburgh and you have eight turnovers in three games, that really is alarming. That's what stands out. And if you're not going to be able to win these games against these rivals and you're not completing a high percentage of passes, he completes 51% of his passes against these teams. And you bow out early in the playoffs. But these, this is something that's going to stay there the entire regular season until we get to the postseason with Lamar Jackson. He may brush this off. He may turn out to be that MVP again. But right now, I always factor in he's only 24 years of age. He's still learning. Still learning on the job. You're a unanimous MVP. It feels like he is learning more on the job than some of these other quarterbacks. Still comes down to his accuracy and his ability to be able to throw out to the numbers. Far sidelines. You have play action. Play action should make him great because you actually have to buy into the run. And the defense is still good. And they could have won the game. You know, Pittsburgh, the more Pittsburgh wins, it feels like the less interesting they are. Like there's no drama there. They were the one team I was most curious, most fascinated with when the season started because of Ben Roethlisberger. And if Ben stays healthy, if, big if, they always find receivers, which they did. They've got a couple of running backs. The defense is still very good. Mike Tomlin's got experience. Pittsburgh was the one team that fascinated me. And here we are, and I still don't know how good they are. I think the longer the season goes on, the less I know that it, that's fact. Like, who is, you go the, absolutely positively, I know how great they are. Kansas City? Seattle? Maybe. Pittsburgh? How about you absolutely positively know this team is not any good? The Jets hung in there for a little while. And you're going, what are you guys doing? The Bengals beat the Titans. Raiders beat the Browns in Cleveland. I like how we give the excuse to Baker Mayfield and the Browns by saying, yeah, that wind, man. That, whoo, that was tough. So did the wind stop? When the Raiders were on offense or kicking, the Vikings beat the Packers. The longer it goes, the less I know. Tua didn't play well. If I said Tua is not going to play well at all, and the Dolphins will win comfortably over the Rams. Crazy. And now you got the Buccaneers against the Giants. Does anybody have the Giants tonight against the Buccaneers? All right. Crazier things have happened. Right? Yes, Paul. I, I think I'd be the most frustrated if I were a Rams fan this morning. Jared Goff throws for 355. You run for 131. 
Tua throws for only 93 yards. The Miami Dolphins only rush for 55 yards. And the Dolphins win 28-17. And the Rams really needed that win. The Dolphins won despite being outgained by 326 yards at home. That's the sixth largest yardage differential in a victory in NFL history. And the largest since 2002. It's one of those where if I just said, look at the stats, who won the game? You go, oh, the Rams blew them out. And Tua didn't look good. But once again, he's just this. This is his debut and he will have a learning curve as well. Adam Schefter reported something that I had told you about what Miami was doing with Tua. They want to put him in now because they want to find out who he is. Is he a franchise quarterback? Now, you might go, that's not fair to Tua. Understand this. The Dolphins have the Texans draft pick. And if the Texans continue to be bad, you don't want to get into a situation where you might have the number one or number two pick overall, and you're not quite sure about your quarterback, and you don't want to miss out on Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. And then Adam Schefter tweeted that out yesterday. They want to find out now. You're on the clock now. That's amazing. And I don't know if you'll get a true indication of who Tua is this year. And people think, you know, he doesn't run that much. He didn't run that much at Alabama. He's like Deshaun Watson, where you go, man, I thought he ran more. No, Tua and Deshaun Watson aren't runners. They may keep a play alive, but Tua makes his debut, got the win, wasn't pretty. But this Dolphin team, Brian Flores has done a wonderful job. You know, of all the Bill Belichick disciples, Brian Flores has really brought... Remember they started out 0-7? And I think they've now won nine of their last 16 games. He's a good coach. You don't know who's on the roster. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see Ryan Fitzpatrick again in the starting lineup for the Miami Dolphins. I I don't think it's out of the question. If they continue to win, I think they want to, you know, sort of take a survey on, okay, how does Tua look? But I think they're going to have a hard time fighting the urge to not get into the playoffs. Because you might have Tua in there, and Tua is not better than Ryan Fitzpatrick right now. Fitzpatrick gives them a better chance. But they want to find out who they have, and I find that really amazing. We'll talk to Peter King. He'll join us uh, coming up. College football weekend. I was very interested in how Clemson was going to pull this out against BC. Great first half. And now we find out that Trevor Lawrence is not going to play in the game against Notre Dame, which is really surprising because unless he's not feeling well, I think that we factor in like he's got mild symptoms here. And of course, he's going to have a 10 day period, which is he has to quarantine for 10 days and then he'd be able to play. He'd be done on Friday uh, prior to the Saturday game at Notre Dame. Clemson, by the way, is a seven point favorite at Notre Dame. Trevor Lawrence is going to go through three years of college football, playing at a very high level for a great team and not win the Heisman Trophy, it looks like. Because now you've missed two games, this game against Notre Dame. I don't know if it would come down to if you've faced Notre Dame in the ACC title game. then And we don't even know, you know when ballots have to be in. I'm a voter. We don't know any of that. I, you know, part of me would wait until the end of the uh, the postseason, the playoffs, because this has been a crazy year. And this might be the year you change it and just say, you know what, we're going to wait. We're going to wait until after the national title game. 
But Trevor Lawrence right now is not your leading candidate for uh, the Heisman Trophy. Yes, Pauline? Trevor Lawrence, though, can make up some ground after missing Notre Dame. They face the likes of Florida State, Pittsburgh, and Virginia Tech, not on national TV. Mac Jones of Alabama has moved into the front-running role of the Heisman Trophy candidates, followed by Ohio State's Justin Fields, and uh, Trevor Lawrence is uh, a little bit down the uh, a little bit down the line there. He was even money to win the Heisman before last week's positive test. And you know what? Seventeen touchdowns, two interceptions. He's completing seventy percent of his passes. He's done everything that you would want. But I think if you're missing, you know, two games here, it's probably going to cost you the Heisman Trophy. If Mac Jones and that Alabama offense continue to dominate. Yeah, McLevin. Is it possible that Trevor never wins a Heisman, but wins two titles and goes down as maybe the greatest <laughs> college football player of all time? He could. It, it's certainly one of the most successful. But yeah, I, I think that's a distinct possibility. What poll question do you have for he, me? He's like a talented Tebow. Um, before poll questions, by the way, can I just go a little against the grain on one thing you said? Yeah. I think the Ravens are not necessarily panicked because they ran roughshod over the Steelers. They ran for 280 yards. I mean, they were, J.K. Dobbins was pounding. But here's what I need. When, when the, the light is the brightest, I need Lamar Jackson to be great. No turnovers. Right, if they could cut out those turnovers, then that game, obviously. Like, you can't have a guy who was the unanimous, thank you, McLovin, a guy who was the unanimous MVP, and you're still not quite sure of him in a big moment. And you know I love him. I love the kid. I think he's a great story and, you know, what he's been able to do. But this comes down to can you make big plays? And you see this with these franchise quarterbacks, those who do and those who don't. And that, that's how reputations, legacies, Hall of Fame careers are formed. you got to win these games. And right now, he hasn't been winning those big games. Those ones you circle on the calendar. Those ones when you say, I need you to come up with a play and win. And that's a concern. It should be a concern. And I know it sounds crazy, but, and this is not based off yesterday. It's just a reminder of what I told you a couple of weeks ago from an NFL scout. Yeah, McLevin. Okay, so on that, uh, in that regard, which team's winning record feels the least legit? The Bills at six and two. That does not look like a six and two mm. team. Did you try and watch that game? Yesterday? Yes, I did. That looked like a high school game. That was rough. That, Were they both teams running the wing tee? What the heck happened? That there? was rough. That that was rough. Oh, by the way, Bill Belichick was asked uh, about Cam Newton's fumble, and listen closely to Bill on that final offensive play with Newton's fumble. Um, wh- how were you feeling after that moment? Um, tight game the whole way, and have just sort of one fundamental problem at the end. Any any? Can you share sort of where your emotions were at? How do you think we felt, Hunter? <laughs> thanks. <laughs> That's my favorite is the thanks by the reporter. You got to have your gun loaded. You, you, you can't be just a direct question. How did you feel when Cam fumbled? That's it. Because the longer you go, you can just see Belichick going, get it, get it over with here. Just ask the question. All right. Oh, boy. You're going to tell you still. How do you think I felt? 
Yes, Todd. And coaches like Belichick, they smell fear. They hear the trepidation and the fumbling <laughs> of the, oh, why am I asking this question? Maybe I shouldn't be asking it while I'm asking it. So he's going to go in for the kill anyway. Yeah. But I, I learned at the uh, the feet of Bill Parcells, being in those press conferences when he was the New York Giants head coach, who could he smell fear? And he learned it from Bob Knight because they're all sort of Bob Knight disciples of how to treat the media. And I remember sitting there and somebody asked a question and then Parcells said, how about I just turn this over to you? How about you run the press? You know more than I do. And I could go, oh, my God. And you just, and I didn't say it, but I'm right next to a guy who was giving a little bit too much information or football X's and O's. And then Bill's, why don't you take over? You know more. Go, go, go ahead. You take. I'm going, oh. and you just want to hide. You want to crawl under the table in a fetal position. And this wasn't where you're in a press conference. You're kind of sitting around Bill Parcells. You're like around a campfire. And he is just picking you off one by one. It's like a firing range, shooting gallery. And I went, oh, man. And I, oh, it, it taught me, get to it and get the hell out of the way when you ask a question. Now, sometimes they're going to shut you down. It doesn't matter how well the question is phrased. You know, if they want to engage, they will. You know, because Belichick does a weekly radio show. He seems to answer all of the questions that Glenn Ordway asked. I don't think he goes, how do you think I felt? If Glenn Ordway asked that question, the great Boston sports radio host, you know, hey, what, what was what were you thinking when Cam fumbled? I think it might be a different answer. When you get paid to be on a radio show, chances are your answers are just a little bit better. Yes, he. But isn't that kind of the point, though, that Glenn Ordway wouldn't ask a question like that? He might. How are you, uh, uh, when you, uh, mishap when you watched the, and how are you feeling when you fumbled? Let me uh, play that. When he fumbled the ball. Let me play that question again. On that final offensive play with Newton's fumble, um, how were you feeling after that moment? Um, tight game the whole way and have just sort of one fundamental problem at the end. Any, any, can you share sort of where your emotions were at? How do you think we felt, Henry? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh. I do it not as often as I used to. Get to the point. Because the longer you string it out, the worse the answer is going to be. It is. Guaranteed. Yes, Paul. That guy sounded like me if I met Getty Lee. Remember when he wrote Tom Sawyer? That was so awesome. And, and remember Neil Chris Pert? Farley? Chris Farley's uh, character on Saturday Night Live. Are we on the Beatles? Uh, it's so awesome. Yes, Todd. Could you ask? Could you have asked that question? What uh, went through your mind as Cam Newton fumbled? Or that would even be a poor question, even if you said it without nervously breaking up your and pausing while you're getting through the question. I don't even know if it's a good question or not. Like, what were you thinking? We lost the game. Like that. That would be my answer. We lost the game. How How would you sum up Cam's performance against Buffalo? Then maybe you can work in the fumble there, but to go, how do how did you feel? We lost the game. Yes, McLovin. See, 
I want Seton, I want us to send Seton to Foxborough one day to have him ask Belichick a question after the loss because he's good at ripping those guys. It's an impossible situation. I think we should really do it. There's just no way in that packed room of people judging you and Bill Belichick judging you to actually be on your A game. If he doesn't respect you, then you're already at a deficit. Because if he does, he doesn't do this to Chris Collinsworth or Al Michaels or Troy Aikman. But those guys get one-on-ones. They would never be in that group setting, which is just uh, already a recipe for disaster. You're right. Because it's this, you know, faceless, nameless group that's out there, and he doesn't care. Huh? He has as much personality in the press conference as he does in that Subway commercial. How do you think we felt? It is a good answer. <laughs> But if you, I want to make it broader than that. Like, how how would you sum up, you know, Cam's performance here? You know, what concerns do you have with Cam Newton? Then he might get to the fumble. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app, by searching FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know. 
take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat, rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let's bring in Peter King. Nobody speaks to Peter King that way. NBCSports.com. Colin. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Football morning in America. What would you say? Well, he knows you, so it's different. Did you ever, when, when you first started out, I, I mentioned Bill, Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells could make you crumble right in front of him. Like he would single you out and it was really, he tried to make you uncomfortable. Do you remember where you got in, intimidated or embarrassed by a coach? Well, I mean, look, I covered Parcells from 85 to 88, and uh, I've been on the receiving end of so much of what you talked about. But the reason why you end up enduring and most often getting along with Parcells, because Parcells respects people who show up every day. And Parcells read every word. He said, I never read that stuff. He read every word. And he knew what was being said in the paper. He knew what you were writing. He knew what you were doing. And I got to the point with him where he's, you know, the Giants started saying, I used to be the little sidebar guy. Like I'd walk out of the room with Parcells and I would ask him a question that I didn't want to ask in front of everybody at a press conference. You know, why do you want to, if you're working on a story, why do you want to give everybody else the answer that you're going to use in your story? So I used to do that, and, and the Giants said, hey, listen, stop doing that. So I said to Parcells, if I really need you one day, what should I do? He goes, well, show up at my parking space. <laughs> and so I did it about quarter of six one day. I showed up at his parking space, and he looked at me, and he goes, you're crazy. You are crazy. But, I mean, and that's how you ended up kind of enduring with Bill Parcells. The team that you are most secure in telling us how are you, you're sold on them and the team that you're kind of least secure in how you feel about them? I feel like not that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, but I feel like I know the Kansas City Chiefs the best and how they're going to perform week in and week out. You know, the Steelers, I I, I did a a, a power ranking this year, midseason power ranking today. 
And, you know, I had the Steelers one and I had the Bucks two. And those are the two teams because I really like their defenses a lot. Those are the teams that I think have the best chance this morning to get to the Super Bowl. But I kind of feel I know what the Chiefs are, you know, whereas honestly, you looked at the Steelers the last two weeks and you say, man, I mean, they have they've just hung on yeah. two weeks in a row. Now they've hung on against two top 10 teams who are really, really good. So I give them a lot of credit. I don't mean to criticize them in any way. But, you know, the Steelers are going to lose a game or two, I think. Uh, but that's a, the, Kansas City is a team I think I know the best and probably feel the best about knowing consistently where they are. Uh, Buffalo is the team I have no clue about. <laughs> I mean, you know, look, yeah. can you believe that in the last four weeks, after being an MVP candidate, that Josh Allen in the last four weeks is four touchdowns, four interceptions? I mean, it, it just – what happened to him? He's a, he fell off the face of the earth. And so that's why I don't know. Look, I, 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 there are, that was great that they got off the schneid against the Patriots – and all that, but they got off the schneid against the Patriots by the skin of their Cam Newton fumbling teeth. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with the Patriots. I, I thought Belichick did as well as he could possibly do taking that team into Buffalo and holding on and, and you know nearly getting a win here, but how would you assess who they are and where they're going this season? Not surprised. I mean, in the last 12 months, they're 6-10. and 10. That's but but look, after they started last year eight and zero, that became a great deodorant. Everybody just assumed the rest of the year, as they were getting killed in Baltimore and and losing get and losing to Miami to end the season at home. Oh, they'll turn it on in the playoffs. How? With whom? They do not have. I mean, I wrote today. I said, you know, maybe the Jets uh, are in competition with them for the worst collection of skill players in football but i i think they got the worst collection of skill players in football they don't have jamison crowder on their team right now they didn't take jamison crowder into buffalo with them so i i just i look at the patriots and i said it's been a long time coming and now you know why tom brady wanted out it feels like the longer the season goes on the less i know peter you that can... happens every year, though, Dan. That's not that's not new to this year. The ball is oval. <laughs> it takes funny bounces, and sometimes when you're diving for to try to get an extra inch, just like that Indiana quarterback when he dove for the pylon and barely hit it. Okay, so that means Indiana beat Penn State. How many times would Indiana beat Penn? And, and it might be you might say eight because I don't know college football at all. But games are close. Games are razor thin. If, if if everybody's talking about, well, Indiana's better than Penn State. Well, if they played 10 times, we'd find out who was the better team. But they only play one time, and so you just don't know. And that's why, to me, like I watched a lot of Joe Burrow yesterday. I am in awe of Joe Burrow. I think he is I think he's incredible. He is single-handedly taking that woebegone franchise where it hasn't been for years. And I even mean uh, when they had Andy Dalton, and I have tremendous respect for Andy Dalton, but 
they had they had a lot better talent at a, a you know at so many positions with Dalton than they do with Joe Burrow. I mean, I think he's tremendous. But the point I'm making is, I think Tennessee's a top ten team in football. Okay, but I think Cincinnati was better than Tennessee yesterday. When I watched that game, I said Cincinnati is better. And you know how does that happen? It's just the whole given day thing. How the game is going. One quarterback is on, one is a, just a scooch off. And uh, I, I don't know, Dan, I think that's what makes football so much fun. You absolutely unequivocally cannot predict. Do you remember when you used to be in the room at NBC and you would pick one team every week as the upset team? You yeah. remember that? Yeah. The, 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 you would have said yesterday, walking in at 1245, in the viewing room at NBC, you would have said, I like the Bengals today. Everybody would say, what are you talking about? And I swear two thirds of the time you were right. Yeah. You knew it's just some, and you know, so that's the way the game is. It's just weird. It's odd. And that's why so many people love it. I would have taken the Vikings to beat Green Bay and Green Bay, believe it or not. Well, you're out of your mind. I know. Why would you have done that? I, I, I don't know those. How many times did I say in the NBC viewing room, you know who I like today? And then I would get this, oh, come on. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Yeah. But I, because I, I just said, my son's a Packer fan. I said, man, I like the Vikings today. He goes, how can you like the Vikings? You know, they're ready to yeah. trade everybody. You know, the Packers are at home. I go, I don't know. Like, don't blame me. They were due hey, Dan, for you know what is You know what is so interesting about why we're fascinated with football? I never in a million years would have picked the Vikings to win that game. However, however, at some point last week or in recent weeks, Gary Kubiak has gone up to Mike Zimmer and said, in essence, uh, hey, listen, Dalvin Cook, we can trust Dalvin Cook when he's healthy more right now than we can trust Kirk Cousins. Let's make this a Dalvin Cook game. And who knows how exactly it was said, but something like that was said. When Kirk Cousins only throws the ball 14 times, you know that somebody said, let's give it to Dalvin (laughs) Cook 32 times because that's what they did. And so I look at that and I say, now that is smart. That's good coaching. That's taking your best player at this moment and maximizing what he does well. Trade deadline uh, feels like every year we – least hear names, but nothing really happens. You expect that? To, I mean, is Will Fuller well, Dan, the headliner? As I wrote as I wrote last week, I really thought the trade, the action on the trade deadline would have been last week because every time a veteran player gets traded or any player gets traded, you have to go into COVID protocol for five days. So if you trade for a player today, okay, and he takes his first COVID test tomorrow. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. He cannot walk into your facility or stadium until Sunday. So it's almost like if you trade for a guy, it's not like you can get him ready to play a package of plays this week and then have him play in the game. If you trade for a guy today or tomorrow, you're trading for a guy to play in week 10, and yet you're going to pay him in week 9. Stephon Gilmore right now. $13 $13 million on the books in 2020 for the Patriots. If you trade for him right now, 
you got about whatever the number is, six, six and a half million dollars that you would owe Stephon Gilmore, and you would be paying him to not play this week. And then you'd have him for whatever the last seven weeks of the season, whatever it is. But my point is, it's not only that, but it's also taking that six million dollars and not being able to use it on your 2021 cap, which is going to go down $23 million from 2020. So, I I mean, look, I thought for a long time there was going to be a lot of action. I thought it would be last week. And now it could well be that the last major uh, person to go could be uh, Avery Williamson from the Jets to the Steelers, which, and again, I mean, you look at Avery Williamson and you basically say, they're playing at Dallas this week. I doubt sincerely that Avery Williamson will be suited up for that game. He's just got to do too much COVID stuff first. Before I let you go, more questions about the Rams or the Niners? Well, the Niners are just a broken team. I mean, I I love Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch and what they've done and how they've built this team. But every week you've got five cases of guys who – you really need to play that week or you come up on Thursday and you listen to Kyle Shanahan's press conference. Well, it doesn't look good for Kittle this week and not good for Richard Sherman. Yeah. And already we got Bose out for the year. They're just, they're just not, I, I mean, it's a weird question to answer Dan, because you know, I, I trust them as much as I would trust almost any team in football if they were all out there on Sunday, but they're not. And now, you're asking on a short week, you're asking Mullins to beat Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Well, you know, the Packers aren't exactly at their peak either. And, you know, they allowed 37 to both times last year when they played in San Francisco. So it's not a gimme, but I, I don't I don't really like San Francisco this week. I got the Giants tonight, Peter. I think Joe Judge. <laughs> no, I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, <laughs> they play game, hard. I think the game. They I play think hard. The game Pete. will be competitive. Yeah. I think the game will be competitive because Joe Judge gets them to play hard. He's got a good defense, and if Daniel Jones would stop turning it over, <laughs> uh, you know, th- that would be a game into the fourth quarter. But again, you know, hard to predict things like that. Peter, thank you. We appreciate your time as always. Okay, you're welcome, Dan. Have a great day. That's Peter King, NBCSports.com columnist, Football Morning in America. And it's the uh, must-read for football fans every Monday morning. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I got this from my college football source this morning because I was curious that – Trevor Lawrence was not going to be able to play. And I thought it was 10 days you had to stay in uh, isolation. And my source this morning said the protocols are closer to 14 days. 10 days is in isolation, then gradual reacclimation. Cardio is two days, then 50% participation, then 75% participation in practice. No way Trevor could jump in and play the game on Saturday. That was probably day 12. Plus, he knows what's waiting on the other side with the NFL. So that's uh, from my college football source, because I think we were all under the false impression that 10-day window, if he had mild symptoms on Wednesday of last week, and then I do the math, he'd be ready to go on Friday to play the game against Notre Dame on Saturday. But that is not going to be the case. And 
probably going to take himself out of the running for the Heisman. He could end up with a couple of national championships and one of the greatest resumes a college uh, quarterback has ever had and not win the Heisman. I think he's going to have some nice consolation prizes there. But back to the Michigan loss, because this wasn't to Ohio State. This was to a Michigan State team that had just lost to Rutgers. This is worse than a loss to Ohio State. Because Ohio State is a better team, has been a better program. Losing to Michigan State at home? They got Indiana coming up, then they got Wisconsin. But the seat has been warm. The question is, how hot does it get before Jim says, I'm going to leave, for the betterment of his alma mater? Or does Michigan say, it's just not working out? And his resume is pretty good, except for when it comes to these better teams, which sounds strange to say. Like, he beats the teams, generally, that he's supposed to beat. It's when he goes against the teams that he has to do something, you know, a little bit better, a little more uh, miraculously, and they're not able to do that. And they've failed miserably. But Michigan State beats Michigan? Yikes. That... That one hurts far worse than getting blown out by Ohio State. You almost expect to lose to Ohio State. The question is, what's the margin? You do not expect to lose to Michigan State. And a Michigan State team that just lost to Rutgers. Yeah, Paul. And usually going to Indiana for Michigan meant, all right, we'll get well here, get a nice uh, 31-10 win. Indiana could be favored at home. I I haven't seen the line yet, but it could be. And then Wisconsin, we don't know what Wisconsin is, but they're – Michigan's got Wisconsin two weeks. They yeah. lose three in a row. Yeah, in 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 two weeks though, who's going to be the quarterback for Wisconsin? Which might help Michigan, but Indiana favored at home. It's probably a pretty pretty even. It's probably close to one or two points. I'm guessing. Yeah, McLevin. I'm seeing Michigan uh, minus three, but uh, okay. I, I have to double check that because things are you know it's Monday. Things are all over the place. But Michigan is playing at home against Indiana, correct? Uh, efforting because oh, okay, it's at Indiana, so Michigan by three, Michigan by three on the road. All right, uh, phone calls coming up. Best and worst of the weekend. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like that LSU. Oh, by the way, against Auburn, I didn't even realize it. Like I, I, I didn't even factor in watching LSU. And lucky for LSU that it wasn't you know there for everybody to see. I just looked at the score on the bottom line. I went, wow. Wow. That was that was surprising. Yeah, McLevin. You know, you guys said before the game that uh that LSU won't like is doesn't have that big of a runway after their title game. Like it wasn't last year so epic that, that Ed Orgeron and the whole community gets five years? Like like when do they expect a winner again? I don't know if this is a Gene Chiswick type situation. Remember that? Twenty ten won the national title at Auburn. Then they went eight and five, and then you go three and nine. And then Gene Chizik is gone at Auburn. I don't know if that happens to Ed O. Ed's a great recruiter, but I know they lost a lot of players to the pros. They had a lot of players still there who were very good. I mean, this happens to Saban every year, right? Oh, he lost a ton of players to the pros. And he somehow finds another running back, another quarterback, couple more wide receivers, a couple more line, linemen, linebackers. LSU, 
that's been a big, big surprise. Big disappointment there. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. All right. Let's bring in Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter. 
What's uh, that backdrop? What's what's in that door? What's behind that door? In that floor, right? Well, the door, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't in the shop before. You've seen the Ohio State stuff. I've got the double black diamond back there. You've seen the door. I, I, you've seen the rest of it. I'm not sure if you've seen the door. Yeah. I just want to. There's behind the door. I actually locked it so my kids can't come in first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give me the trades that should happen tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I, I think really you're looking at some teams that you wouldn't typically see as sellers out there. And so, um, you know, the Patriots, I think, would be a team to watch. They've informed other teams that, you know, almost they're, they're willing to listen on, on almost anyone on their roster. Um, the Eagles and Vikings are two more now. I, I don't know if Philly's approach changes because they won last night and they're in first place now. But um, the Eagles have sort of let other teams know that they're willing to listen on some of their veteran players. They've got cap issues coming down the road um, in 2021 with the cap going down next year. The Vikings are the other one that, that, that are sort of interesting. Now, again, they're another team that played well yesterday, but, um, you know, I think they've sort of kind of come to the realization that this is it for their core. You know, the guys like Harrison Smith and Kyle Rudolph and Eric Kendricks and Anthony Barr, like they've sort of reached the end with that group. And so they're sort of looking to turn the page now too, where, you know, you could see certain players like Rudolph himself become available. So, I think that the interesting thing about this year's trade deadline is you have some teams that have typically been contenders that have typically been buyers at this time of year now sort of kind of dipping their toe in the water on being sellers. The trades that will happen. I, I don't, I mean, right now, Dan, like what I've heard over the last couple of days is the prices are, are too high um, and that teams are wanting too much. Now, you know, typically the way this happens is over the last 24 hours, you'll see prices come down a little bit. Um, you know, the Patriots have toyed with the idea of, of trading Stefan Gilmore. I don't know if they'll be able to get value, but that's a big name for you um, out there. I, I think Kyle Rudolph could wind up getting moved. The Jets are open for business. You could see one of their tackles, you know, maybe somebody like George Fant, because there's such an offensive line shortage across the league, get moved. Um, I don't know if there's going to be a ton of activity. And I usually feel that way. Like a lot of names get bandied about, um, and you don't normally see a ton of activity. Um, so, you know, I, I think what you're going to see tomorrow is probably a bunch of teams trying to drop salary ahead of 2021 and ask And the asking price right now is a little high to get those guys in the move. We'll see if it comes down. Has Washington made Dwayne Haskins available? I mean, he's been available. Yeah. I, like, I don't know what they can get for him right now. I mean, I think this is more kind of checking out to see if he has value. Um, he's really, I, not in a good way right now um, in that place. And, you know, I think that there's there's just a lot he has to fix, and not just from a playing standpoint. Um, you know, I don't think they were real happy with the way he carried himself after he got benched. And so, you know, I, I think that that's part of the equation here is, um, you know, how he's going to be professionally and maybe putting him on the block sort of sends a message to him that mm. you're not untouchable here and that um, we can move you. And so, you know, Washington's going to look at a bunch of their veterans. You know, guys like Ryan Kerrigan and Ryan Anderson are also available. And Dwayne Haskins' name has come up. Um, you know, again, I just don't know that you're going to be able to get much value for a guy who's on a first-round contract and hasn't played very well. Isn't this the owner's fingerprints on this draft pick? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no question about that. You know, I, I, what I had heard leading up to that draft was actually that Jay Gruden, like Daniel Jones, who obviously wasn't available to them, so it became a moot point. But that, you know, some of the coaches like Daniel Jones a little bit more than Haskins. And I'm sure you know the story about ha about Daniel Snyder's son having gone to high school at the Bullis School in, in Maryland with Dwayne Haskins. So there was that feel there that 
um, you know, that, that Bruce Allen and, and Dan Snyder were really behind the Dwayne Haskins pick because he's local. And it sounds silly. It's amazing that this could happen. Like the biggest investment that you could possibly make, right, Dan, is in a first-round quarterback, and you're making it based on the fact that the kid grew up near the stadium. But that was the story that was circulating at the time. Speaking of Washington, John Bostic gets fined only $12,000 on his hit on Andy Dalton. Like where, where's the deterrent? Twelve grand. Yeah. If I'm a defensive player, I'll pay twelve grand to get a star quarterback out of a game. Not saying Andy Dalton's a star quarterback, but what's the deterrent? Well, I, you know, I think the way they looked at that, there are a couple of things there. Like, I think number one, it was in the context of a play. Now, was it dirty? I think so, but it was within the context of a, of a play. So it's a little different than like the Javon Wims situation from yesterday. Number two, if you look at it, I mean, I, I think in some of these cases. There is sympathy for when the quarterback slides a little late and a defensive player has his momentum going. And so absolutely, that was an ugly-looking hit. To me, it felt like it was dirty. But if you really watch it, I think you can make the case that by the time Andy had kind of gone into his slide, Bostick's momentum was going forward. And so I think in some of these situations, when, the, when, when it's within the context of the play, like if it's not extracurricular – and it's actually within like the context of the football itself, the league can, you know, I think the league acts with a little more sympathy towards the defensive player. And I think that's what this was as much as anything else. I don't think it was the, the fallout, the result of the hit, like the action itself. I think more than anything else, it was sort of like looking at it and slowing it down and saying that slide was a little late. So we're mm. going to give a break here. Follow me on this. It's never too soon to talk about next year, but Belichick, Loves Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Yeah, yeah, that's fair to say. Okay, so what do you think would prevent Belichick from calling Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch and saying, "What do you want for Garoppolo?" I, nothing. I, I like. I don't think there's. I mean, if they if they decide they're going to move on from Cam Newton, I would think Jimmy Garoppolo would be near the top of the list. Um, you know, they they offered Jimmy Garoppolo a contract extension. I don't know how much that's been out there, but. Um, you know, over the summer of 2017, I think it was that he got traded that fall, right? Over the summer of 2017, they offered him sort of a Band-Aid contract, you know, the sort of contract that like the Saints gave Taysom Hill or, um, you know, back in the day, the Eagles gave Kevin Cobb, where it was sort of a short-term contract to get you to the next one. Um, so they liked him enough to try to extend him and try to keep both him and Tom Brady on the roster in 2017. Um, you know, and, 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 and really part of the whole deal, Dan, was that, you know, I mean, it was sort of communicated to Bill, not that you have to trade Jimmy, but that trading Tom was going to be a tough sell with ownership. And so it was a complicated situation at the time. I think Bill's affection for Jimmy is there. There's the personal connection, of course. And I think like something like that would really come down to whether or not the Niners have a better option. Like, I don't think this is going to be the Niners looking to get out from underneath Jimmy Garoppolo. And we can go through the whole thing that happened last offseason again if you want. Um, I think more than anything else, like, this would be about the Niners somehow having a better option, whether it's Kirk Cousins or they're drafting in the top 10 and it's Trey Lance from North Dakota State or something like that. Like, the, the availability of Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't think it's going to come down to Jimmy Garoppolo himself as much as it's going to come down to what other options the Niners have out there. And I brought up Kirk Cousins reuniting with Kyle Shanahan, yeah. Matt Ryan reuniting with right. Kyle Shanahan. Like, it feels like if you said Matt Ryan was on the 49ers and they're healthy, I would make them the NFC, you know, Super Bowl favorites. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. And really, I think with Matt Ryan, you would be doing the same thing that you're doing with Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Which 
it's like, you, you know, you have Jimmy Garoppolo for now. And I think I've, I've made, I may have made this analogy with you before, but it's sort of like Alex Smith in Kansas City, right? Like Andy traded for Alex Smith and he liked Alex Smith and they won a lot of games with Alex Smith. But really what Alex Smith was doing for you was buying you time until you ran into somebody you really loved and you were willing to go all in on. And that was Patrick Mahomes. And so I think, you know, the same way Jimmy Garoppolo is that guy for Kyle Shanahan right now, I think Matt Ryan could absolutely be that guy as well. He's not that old. It's 33. I think he's 34, 35 years old right now. I'd have to look that up. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with you. I think Matt Ryan could be an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo, and there's obviously a comfort level there between the two. I think we just have to wait to see who's running the Falcons. Like, until we know who's running the Falcons and who's going to be making these decisions in January, it's really hard to tell how realistic it is. Sam Darnold's days with the Jets numbered? They depend on where the Jets are picking, I would say. If the Jets have the number one overall pick, Sam Darnold gets traded um, because Trevor Lawrence is a generational prospect, like a once-in-a-decade prospect in the vein of Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, John Elway. But will you find out before? Like, you have to make sure you know Trevor Lawrence is going to go into the draft before you do anything. Right. Well, yeah, and, and that'll be, I mean, the deadline, I believe, is middle of January. Okay. Right? So you'll know. I mean, and Trevor Lawrence could leverage that. I'm not saying he will, but he could leverage that. Like, he could say, like, I don't want to play for the Jets, so I'm not going to declare until you commit to trading the pick. Like, something wild <laughs> like that. Like, I, like, and I don't know. I don't know what's in Trevor Lawrence's head. It doesn't seem like it'd be of his nature to do that. But if he really looked at it and said, I, I, like, I don't want to play there – he would have some leverage to do that because he could, you know, say, if you don't deal a pick, I'm going back to school. So, you know, this thing could get a little complicated. I don't think it necessarily will. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think Trevor Lawrence, I think there are very few teams that would trade that pick. Like, I think you are going – based realistically on who has who at quarterback and where those teams are in the standings, I think whoever – I think you're going to have to be the worst team in the league to get Trevor Lawrence – and so I think if Trevor Lawrence becomes available to the Jets, it's academic. You trade Sam Darnold. I think if you're picking second or third, that's something else. And then it's like, all right, now we have to really look at this and compare like Sam Darnold against, say, Justin Fields. I'm just wondering about what's going on in Cleveland with Baker Mayfield. Uh, mm-hmm. It feels like the, uh, the time frame is sped up now with these quarterbacks. They want yeah. to find out. And that's why Miami's you know, putting Tua in, because you're going to have four draft picks in the first two rounds, and you're going to have the Texans draft picks. So you want to know, is Tua our guy? Right. Do the Browns know if Baker Mayfield is their guy? I don't think so yet. Um, and I think one thing that really hurts Baker is you know, the investment level of the people who are going to be making those decisions. The investment level in Baker Mayfield of the general manager, Andrew Barry, and the head coach, Kevin Stefanski, is very low. Um, Barry was there when they drafted Mayfield, but he wasn't really a part of that part of the process. That was really John Dorsey. And Kevin Stefanski wasn't around at all. And so, you know, you have both those guys who are evaluating a player that they didn't pick, that they have no investment to, that their job security isn't tied to. Um, you know, and, you know, I think the other piece of this is, um, you know, you look at where they are contractually and this is the way it works. This is why that timetable gets kind of sped up, Dan, is after the third year, you've got to make a decision on the fifth year option. And in the new CBA, that fifth year option is fully guaranteed. And so one way or another, going into that fourth year, you've got to declare where you're at on that quarterback. Like if you remember last year, the Bears said all, all these nice things about Mitch Trubisky. Then they declined his fifth-year option, and we all knew where they stood, right? Like yeah. So 
like this is the time, like after three years, based on the way these contracts work, this is one you have to declare that goes for this year, at least that goes for Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. It goes for Sam Darnold with the Jets. It goes for Josh Allen in Buffalo. And of course, it goes for Lamar Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, too, which would be a little bit of an easier decision, I would think. Yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, you know, I keep seeing like Sam Darnold with the Steelers, you know, that's yeah. the eventual successor to Ben or, you know, what Chicago do the Chicago yeah. trade for somebody. It, it just like, is Matthew Stafford going to be in Detroit? Uh, you're going to have a new coaching res- regime probably brought in there. It just feels like there's, there's four or five quarterbacks and not even including the draft. That's the thing, though, is like I, I think part of this, Dan, is that we're in this golden age for quarterbacks. If you look back at like the last, I think it's like the last five years, the number was 17 quarterbacks have like been drafted in the top, you know, in, 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 in the first round. And of those 17, it's something like 11, you could say like legitimately have made it already and are like entrenched as like, okay, like this is our long-term starter. So I think there's a combination of players really working out on that end, right? And then you have a bunch of older guys who are hanging out, hanging around longer than we've ever seen before, guys like Brady and Breeze. And I think what it's led to is there's almost more supply than there is demand across the NFL now, which is why we were in that situation last year where you had Phillip Rivers make it to the market, Tom Brady make it to the market. You had like a bunch of guys who probably would have gotten real money in years past, like Jameis Winston and Cam Newton sitting on the market available for a while. So, you know, it's just an interesting situation at the position in general. And somebody like Sam Darnold could wind up being really, you know, attractive. I mean, you look back at some of the teams that really liked him coming out in 2018. I'll give you another one. The Broncos loved him. The Broncos would have taken him fifth overall. If you're the Broncos right now, based on what you've seen from Drew Locke, and he looked pretty good yesterday, like that's sort of a decision you'd have to make, right? Like if he came available hmm. and you're John Elway, it's like, yeah, we really like Drew Locke, but you know, maybe Sam Darnold is behind door number two and that would make some sense for us. So I think like, you know, that game of musical chairs, we had a quarterback last year. I don't think it'll be just the same because obviously last year Brady was a free agent, but I think you could see some interesting movement with some of these younger guys. Great to catch up with you as always. We appreciate your time, Albert. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Dan. You can now unlock the door, whatever is behind you. You can now unlock the door. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know you were still talking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my kids actually my kids actually snuck in twice during quarantine, so I wanted to spare you guys the third time. All right. Thank you, Albert. That's Albert Breer, a senior NFL reporter, uh, works for the MMQB and uh, NBC Sports Boston. Nothing to see behind the door in Albert Breer's house. Sure. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs, manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals. It's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. We're going to learn how to pronounce the new starting quarterback for Clemson. Clemson facing Notre Dame, seven-point favorite in South Bend. Trevor Lawrence will not be able to play. And initially, I thought, well, of course he's going to be able to play. He has to play. The ACC, they're going to make sure he plays. And then I reached out to a source, and I said, why isn't Trevor Lawrence going to play in this game against Notre Dame? And my source said, the protocols are closer to 14 days. The media keeps focusing on 10 days. It's 10 days isolation, and then there's a gradual reacclimation, is what it's called. You do cardio two days, and then you can participate in 50% of the practice, then 75% of the practice. No way Trevor Lawrence could jump in and play the game on Saturday. And that would have been probably day 12. 
And then my uh, source said, plus he knows what's waiting on the other side with the NFL. The ACC has never gotten two teams into the college football playoffs, but fate might intervene and create an unprecedented situation. First, Notre Dame joined the conference for the season and is undefeated so far. The Irish face, I guess you could say, suddenly vulnerable Clemson team on Saturday. Tigers will be without their front-running Heisman candidate Trevor Lawrence and say hello to the backup DJ Uyunglele. I nailed that. I practice all weekend. I'm watching the game. I'm waiting for Joe Tessitore to slow it down a little bit. DJ Uyunglele. He looked great, but they struggled. Came from behind to beat Boston College. If Notre Dame beats Clemson this Sunday, you'd have two teams that could face each other again in the ACC title game. I guess you have to imagine there's a scenario where both teams could land in the Final Four with just one loss against each other. You look at the Power Five conferences, the Big 12, all disappointing. Pac-12 hasn't even started yet. The Big 10, Michigan just lost at home. Wisconsin, not even sure if they're going to play against Purdue next week. Ohio State's definitely going to be in there. Alabama's going to be in there. LSU's been a disappointment. I mean, you might be struggling to find that fourth team. Long way to go. But Notre Dame and Clemson could share the spotlight in a strange and unprecedented college football season. Yes, Paulie? I got a question for you guys. Right. I was watching that BC-Clemson game, and they were discussing Uyangalele. Um, didn't think I was going to make it through that. The color commentator, I don't know if it was uh, Greasy or someone else, compared him, they said, who, who does he remind you of? Physicality, strength, movement. Which former star college quarterback, college quarterback as a hint, did, was he, did he say he reminded him of? Tim Tebow. It was Greg McElroy was the guy. He said he reminded him of Jamarcus Russell. Oh. He can move. He was big and strong. And Tester goes, whoa, whoa, that's not a compliment. He goes, in college it no, is. No, in college, Jamarcus Russell, was, he was literally and figuratively a big deal. Yeah. We were down in the, the Superdome. Didn't they play? Oklahoma? Uh, yes. Yeah. And, you know, we looked at him and like he looked like he was an NFL quarterback. Big, big, strong arm. Uh, I don't think he loved football, but uh, he, he had, there was a presence about him there. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. I was given a heads up on this story a long time ago. And then I thought, okay, this can't be real. Well, it's real. This is uh, Bay Area News uh, writer Marcus Thompson. He uh, told the story in his new book, Golden. Sports Illustrated ran an excerpt of this. And this has to do with Mark Jackson when he was the Golden State Warriors head coach and Steph Curry was on the team and Steph Curry had gotten injured. And he had injured his ankle. So part of the tradition at Mark Jackson's church where Mark is a minister, preacher, there's a spirited service, including worshipers jogging around along the walls of the congregation in praise. Steph Curry, two days removed from his latest ankle sprain, found himself taking laps with Mark Jackson and other members filled with the spirit. Then after Jackson's sermon, Mark Jackson's wife, a co-pastor, 
continued the worship with an impromptu sermon and benediction. She also called Steph Curry to the altar. You with me so far? They took off his shoes and socks. They anointed his ankle with oil and prayed for healing. The parishioners lifted their voices in chants and amens, calling on God to bless one of his Christian ambassadors. Service at Mark Jackson's church, much more passionate and engaging than Curry was used to back in Charlotte, but he humbly accepted the blessing and that was being offered and returned to his seat with a smile on his face. Mark Jackson's wife said, where are you going? Curry responded with a look of bewilderment, a half smile and uh, widened eyes. He thought he was supposed to return back to the flock when she was done. Mark Jackson's wife says, you don't get a blessing from the Lord and just walk off. Show us you believe in the power of God. It took Steph Curry a second to understand what she meant. Then the old Bible stories rushed to his mind, like when Jesus healed the lame man at the pool of Bethesda. The man had to pick up his mat and walk. If he believed he was healed, he needed to show it. So Steph Curry started shimmying and hopping on his right foot, (laughs) the one that had the sprained ankle, much to the delight of the congregation. As Steph Curry would say afterwards, I didn't know what else to do. During that season, Steph Curry played in 76 games. The previous season, he had suffered five separate ankle injuries and appeared in only 26 games. Yes, Paul. <laughs> Stats bear it out. Six-time yeah, <laughs> All-Star MVP, three titles since the healing of the, the ankle. I mean... But he's in there... His coach is his co is the pastor along with his wife, and they say, "Come on up, take off your shoes and socks, and we're going to put our hands on you, put some oil on you, anoint you, and have you run around the church." Yes, Paul. Can I send Mitch Trubisky over there? I'll, <laughs> I'll pay for the flight. Ah, uh, the Lord can he? Not I that powerful. I, no, I don't know if he could heal that. Yeah. I don't know if he could heal that. Jeez. Have you ever been to any of those like church ceremonies when they're really spirited, where it's a lot of singing and you know it's really true rejoicing? I went to a couple on the South Side of Chicago where I was originally born, and uh, it's it's quite different. If you remember the movie Blues Brothers, there's some churches that are really like that in the neighborhood I grew up in originally. I wish that the church that I grew up in, because being Catholic, I had to go to church every morning when I went to school, so I went. Six days a week, if you included Sunday. But there was no joy in it. And I remember going to a church, and that's all. It was singing. It was like they had guitars. They had, it was truly a spirited, fun, I got something out of this. And I remember saying to my mom, I went to church. She goes, well, you should. And I go, it was fun. She goes, church shouldn't be fun. I go, it was joyous, mom. And she just couldn't get over the fact that Like, you shouldn't be feeling good when you leave church. (laughs) I go, well, I did, Mom. I felt felt good, like uplifted a little bit there. Yes, Todd. But you were never in presence when someone got out of a wheelchair and started running around. No, no, no. Now they can see and they were blind. How does that work? Well, no, I did see Paul Pierce get out of a wheelchair. And somehow he was able to walk. Church of basketball (laughs) up there. Church of the, uh, the Garden. The Garden of Eden. There you go, Tony. Very nice. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then I always fall back to Tommy Morrison when we had him on, the former boxing champ. And I think I was talking to him about his religion. And he said, I praise Jesus all the way to the bank, I think, was the, uh, the comment. And I, I always thought that that was... I'm going to praise God all the way to the bank. Praise God all the way to the bank. <laughs> I, I love that quote from him. Yeah, how religious are you? I'm going to praise God all the way to the bank. Yeah, that bumper sticker's not going to sell <laughs> too well in certain parts. Uh, yeah, I told the Danettes that story about Steph Curry and Mark Jackson. They're like, no way. And I go, I got to find it. And then I had uh, Marvin find it. And it's actually true. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 